Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric and today I watched WWE Monday Night Raw episode 1382 live in person at the Allstate Arena in Rosemont, Illinois. Uh, this is the conclusion of TakeOver Weekend or Survivor Series Weekend, whatever you want to call it. And... Um, yeah, I'm, I'm recording this on Tuesday. Uh, finally got back home. It's been a, kind of a long day of travel. Um, while I was gone, there's a huge winter storm, snowstorm. It's a snowstorm. I, we, we started calling them winter storms recently. It's like, it's a, it's a snowstorm or it's a blizzard. Why are, we, why are we changing the terminology for this thing? I don't know, but... Um, yeah, on Monday, the 25th of November, there is all kinds of canceled flights, like over 400 canceled flights going in and out of Denver, and luckily, that's not the day that I was traveling. The day I was traveling is uh, Tuesday morning. Uh, my flight was delayed. It was kind of a weird situation, um, so I get to my gate, and I figure, you know, I'm going to wait until... A little while after boarding has started, uh, my flight was supposed to be at 6.45, so boarding was going to start about 6 o'clock, so I figured I'd, I'd head on over at 6.15. Um, I'm not in boarding zone 1 or anything like that, so that should be just fine. I was on Frontier, had my own had, had an assigned seat and everything, so there's no reason to get on super early. I didn't have a, a, a carry-on bag, just had my backpack to put in front of the seat in front of me. So it should have worked out just fine. So I get, uh, I was hanging out kind of far away because it was crowded over at the gate. When I finally go over there, the they close the door. There is nobody there waiting to get on. And uh, the, the 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 frontier person, the the agent, there at the gate, like walked away to go do something to go do something else and <clears throat> i'm like oh my god are they done boarding the flights i look at the board and it says departure 605 a.m wait 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 that is complete that that's that's not how they they can't do that how can they possibly how can they possibly change a flight to leave earlier than it's supposed to leave without telling anybody especially even with telling people you 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 people plan to get to the airport based on a flight leaving at the earliest the scheduled time if you go any earlier than that you're gonna have to wait for the people who are getting there at the correct time to begin with so why not just go on time it's insane doubly insane because before i even got on the plane it was like or like actually right when i got on the plane uh somebody next to me was like you know there's i heard that this flight is delayed until 7 45 and i looked it up and sure enough it is and then we're all sitting there for like five minutes and then the pilot comes on um after after the flight attendants are like oh thank you so much for your uh for your cooperation and getting this flight on its way as soon as possible and then the pilot comes on and says ah 
Uh, we're leaving at 745, so 6.45. You can get off the plane if you want to, though. And everybody wanted to, of course. Like, if given the option, hell yeah, going to get the, the heck off of that plane. Um, usually when that happens, they're like, oh, we can't get off because we're already boarded. So I was glad for that because then I could just sit on the floor outside <laughs> instead of in a seat because I was gonna I was gonna be sitting in that seat for a long time anyway. So I finally did get back on the plane. Um, so there there's a guy in the middle seat next. To, I was in the aisle seat. Thankfully, there's a guy in the middle seat, and then there's a, a lady at the in the window seat uh, when we first were boarded on the plane. Uh, so when I got back on the plane, neither of them had gone back on. I thought I was like one of the last people to get back on the plane because uh, I didn't want to spend any more time on there than I had to. Um, I started to be concerned. Like, did these people? Well, if I wouldn't have been concerned if I knew that they just gave up on the flight and they're like, ah, screw this. I'm going to go home. Um, <laughs> but I was concerned that maybe, oh, something happened to them. Did they both? Did they both pass away in the in the bathroom or something like that? Were they abducted in the bathroom by the bathroom airport bathroom killer ABK? Um, and then I started to think uh, there's there's a there's a guy like in the front row that is, was very strange, very strange guy. Uh, he 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 was outside. He he boarded after I did. And on his cart was a myriad of bags. It was, um, uh, it, it was, it was more items than a personal item and a carry on bag. He had like four or five different satchels of things, just things. And it turned out he was in the front row, which there's no room for any. There's no room. There's room for zero of those things uh, because you don't have a seat in front of you. To stow, so I don't know what happened to all of his items. It was a ridiculous number of items for an air for for even like going even for like a road trip where you have the freedom to have whatever you in there. It, this assortment of items is too much, I think. <clears throat> so anyway, this guy has very strange haircuts, um, some suspicious-looking glasses, and I got to think that guy—that guy is ABK. That's the airport bathroom killer. That's why he has all these different little bags of stuff. He's got—he's—he's uh, he's got his kill kit and his cleanup kit and his his uh, his uh, his decoy decoy bags and all of that. And uh, I should thank him because now I have a whole row to myself in an otherwise completely full airplane. So it's kind of nice, but awful for these people that the ABK um, knocked off, as it were. But uh, the guy who was in the middle seat, he a couple minutes later, he, he boarded the, the aircraft and was like, okay, good. This guy is not the, 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 nothing bad happened, but then I thought, oh wait, this lady she she hasn't gotten on the airplane yet. Maybe, maybe the guy next to me he 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 went right to the window seat when I got up for him to get in. He went right for that window seat as if he knew that lady was not coming back, 
And I, and so I thought, this guy is the airport bathroom killer. And once again, I should I should thank him because now we have we we have this open middle seat between us. And it's totally fine. He has he has no motivation. I would, or at least a lot less motivation, to get rid of me. So this should work out pretty well. But luckily, or unluckily, I guess the lady did come, and then she and she was fine with taking the middle seat. Um, and she said to me, like, "Oh, I guess I'm. I, I guess I'll sit in the middle then." And I'm like, "Well, I am in the the exact seat." <laughs> I didn't say this, but I thought I'm in exactly the seat that I'm supposed to be. Don't give me that snark. It, 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 it's that guy's fault to that you're not going to be in the window seat. If that's what you want, I'm in the seat I'm supposed to be. I'm not gonna, yeah, yeah. So, and then uh, the the guy in the window, he like tried to go to sleep immediately, uh, which left me as the one that this lady could talk to, and uh, it went on for it. It was a lot of t- talking, and I had hoped. <laughs> okay, so, so uh, I was flying from Chicago. I was in Chicago. Flying from Chicago here in Denver, and I guess she was coming to have Thanksgiving with her son, who had moved here, and she seemed to disapprove of Colorado as a concept, kind of, (coughs) that she was not happy that he had moved here and stuff like that. And then um, she's like, oh, did you move there here for work? Um, After I told her that I live here, and I'm like, "Uh, no, nope, I lived here all my life, or lived there, you know what I mean. Uh, and she's like, oh, oh, wow. So the then she brings up marijuana. Like, was that a good thing or a bad thing? And uh, I don't think I've talked about this, all, any of this stuff on the on the show before. But I, like, kind of got into it. With her, hopefully, that maybe it would just... It, I don't know what I was hoping. I, I was just... I, it's what I would have wanted to say anyway. Because it's I wasn't, like, lying or anything like that. Uh, I guess I could have just not said anything. Uh, I could have just said, oh, yeah, I, I think it's all right. Something like that. But no, I said, I, I, I think it's a good thing. I think it should just be legal everywhere anyway because it's, uh, you know, if, if alcohol is, is legal, then it's, then marijuana should be legal because it's, because alcohol is, is worse. Um, or, or it's just as bad. If not, I think it's worse. But um, it's way more readily available. It causes way more problems. And, um, you know, there's a whole bunch of other reasons, too. But uh, and then also, as someone who lives in Colorado, it's uh, it does come up a lot like, oh, so you you, you like smoke and all that kind of stuff. And I don't. And um, I I don't do it. I'm not saying that I don't. Well, I I don't know. I haven't. So I, I, I don't do it. So it has nothing to do with that. I don't, I don't, I don't care about being able to do it myself, but I think as a concept that it should be, um, it should be legal everywhere because it's kind of ridiculous that it's illegal in the first place. And yet alcohol is is fine like it has some regulate as regulations and stuff you know the drinking age and you have the um dr- the you know drunk driving and all that all those laws and you can get in big trouble for doing that and you can 
just all kinds of problems you can do that like don't drink don't don't drink and drive it's easier than ever to not even have to think about the possibility of getting behind the wheel if you're inebriated but um anyway uh yeah that's my personal opinion of it is that it should it's if if alcohol is is legal then marijuana should be legal um like there's far fewer reasons for it to be for marijuana to be illegal than there are for alcohol to be illegal so there you go that's that's what i think about it so I, I, yeah i was telling her about that and uh my thoughts on that and like how i had heard that you know, like uh, like high school students i had heard that um i don't know if this is any of this true so feel free to fact check this and let me know that i'm wrong or whatever but that uh <clears throat> uh since it's been legalized in Colorado that it's been far the reported usage of it i guess um is is far is far lower or is, has been on the decline since it's been legalized recreational marijuana that is so yeah um so all, all, all kinds of other stuff and then i also brought up the like uh the city of denver had decriminalized um mushrooms recently um the psychoactive kinds you could could always get the <laughs> the garden variety mushrooms <laughs> that's the most appropriate use of that term <laughs> it depends on what type of garden but um you know what i mean but i didn't know the specifics of it i was like it's not like actually legal but it's not you, you won't get in huge trouble for it but all that kind of stuff i i again i don't know this i don't i'm not versed on the specifics because i am not partaking in that stuff but i think it is um interesting and important uh especially what i've heard from uh some of these uh especially psychoactive drugs um uh you know the st- stimulants and mind-altering substances that uh in certain in certain contexts and certain usages uh that they can be beneficial um uh, to to specific conditions and and things like that and uh you know uh from any number of things again i i haven't read this stuff recently so i can't say specifics of what specific conditions have been shown to be helped by those kinds of things but um it uh, it yeah and then there's a whole idea of like microdosing, not with uh not just with like uh like the what is the is it psilocybin i think is the is the psychoactive chemical that's in um mushrooms but um uh <coughs> uh it started reading i haven't read the whole book yet but uh a, a book about dmt that uh, being a, a a whole thing a whole separate thing completely different i don't think there's been uh as much about that but uh like you hear about microdosing of lsd things like that that it actually can be um beneficial because uh in certain amounts it's it doesn't you know cause hallucinations and stuff but it does have like other effects when it's when you with microdoses and things like that i don't know why i'm talking 
I, well, I I didn't get into all of that with this lady that was sitting next to me. But uh, once the flight was finally on its way, I was able to be like, okay, maybe make it very clear that I'm going to sleep now. But before that, just like I, I was trying to explain to her, okay, you're you're taking the train, so this is where the train is going to get to. There. She's like, oh, can I go with you? You're going to the train too. I'm like, okay, yeah, fine. Um, so when we finally, went, we, we didn't talk the entire flight cause I was sleeping as best as I could or pretending to sleep, whatever. I think she maybe was asleep too. Um, but, uh, when we landed, I was like, Oh, do you still, would you still want, want to follow me to get to the train or whatever? And she was like, Oh yes, that would be great. Um, so I, okay. The, so the, I need to use the bathroom before, uh, when we get, when we get there, of course, and then we can get on our way to do the the train thing. Uh, so well, so we get off the plane. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna go use the restroom real quick. I'll meet you right back here. And uh, like, she had been on the phone with her son. And then when I get out of the bathroom, she says, "Oh, he surprised me, and he's he's here at the airport." So, um, so yeah, I just have to get to so such and such and such. And I was like, okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm, i'll see you i'll see you then good luck you're like oh but where do i go and I'm like, okay just go i pointed her in the direction just follow those people down that escalator you'll be fine so i don't know she may have been abducted by the abk right after that um <laughs> uh after after get, finally getting uh getting home on the flight which was like two hours later than <coughs> planned or whatever not a big deal uh, there were at least half of the flights on the boards for today coming in and out of Denver were canceled. So I felt at least half lucky that my flight was actually able to get in um, at all. So there you go. And now I'm sitting at home on a, in my living room recording this podcast episode. So it all worked out except for anybody who was um, – taken from us by the by the the awful awful criminal abk okay um <laughs> if there actually is an uh, a, an airport bathroom killer that is known by that name then i i truly apologize to all the the people affected by that awful person's actions um, but if, if it isn't, then I apologize to all the fictional people who have been affected by that awful, awful criminals, fictional actions. So either way, I, I'm, I'm, I'm really sorry about that whole bit. Um, I, it's, I, I took the train home. I, I killed some time because I had like another half hour to wait until the train was going to be get going. So luckily there's a, there's a subway there by the, uh, on the other side of security, um, on the outer side, so you don't need a you don't need a plane ticket to go to this subway in the airport. You can take you can take the light rail to the airport, so you can get some subway without actually having an airplane ticket. So, um, if that's something that you're interested in doing, there's a couple other restaurants that are outside of security as well. But I didn't go to those. I went to Subway, and uh, they have they have sliders now. Did you guys know this? Have you heard of this? 
have you heard this that subway has sliders now and they're only two dollars each that is a tremendous deal and they have a a, they have a, a a two sliders and a drink combination for five dollars and you can choose whichever type of slider you want you got the little turkey slider you got the the the, the other ones that's the only one that i remember the name of you have a uh a, a little um uh th- this episode is brought to you by subway um you have a little philly cheese steak slider which did not seem like reading the description of it, it did not seem like a cheese steak at all so i don't know i plus it's a a slider what am i saying plus it's a slider a philly cheesesteak sandwich is not in on a bun or a roll or whatever that 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 it's not on a round piece of bread that's that's absolutely incorrect to call it philly cheesesteak um so before before the show uh on monday night I'm going to get to the actual show here in a minute, but before the show for, for bright for, uh, yeah, it was kind of breakfast for breakfast and lunch, but I, I got the individual, I talked about Giordano's in a previous episode. I got, uh, I went and picked it up, walked over there, grabbed it. Maybe I didn't talk about this. Um, uh, I got their individual six inch deep dish pizza, uh, which is, it, it, it tasted good, but at that size, so much of it is the outer crusts. It's the 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 ratio is way way off for outer crust to interior, and I did not I did not enjoy enjoy that aspect of it. I like the sauce, I like the cheese, I like the I like the crust, but the the ratio is just way way off. It was, is unbalanced. It was uh it was very crust heavy. So I decided, okay, I haven't eat bre- haven't had breakfast, I haven't eaten since late last night. Um, and if, if I order this, it'd be, it'd be perfect for lunch. It'll hold me over through the show and all that. I'm going to get a small pizza, which is about like 10, 10 inches. I think, um, six slices. It's a lot. It's a lot of deep dish. It's a whole lot of deep dish. I don't even know how many, it's probably like 7,000 calories just for that one. Forget getting the large. They have a medium and a large, large, uh, that's that's nuts that's gotta be that's gotta be a whole year's worth of food and a large Giordano's pizza deep dish pizza but anyway um yeah it's it pretty good i could not heat the whole thing so a little bit of it went to to waste unfortunately um and I, I i totally forgot to leave a tip for the housekeeping i feel really bad about that and i i really hope that they just they don't even look inside of that because I, I did just leave the pizza box like on the table on the counter there and um it would be it would be weird it, i fully expect them just to throw that away and i really hope that that's what happens but in the off chance that they do open it open it up they'll be horrified to see like a couple of 80 percent eaten pieces of pizza <laughs> because again i wasn't a, as much of a fan of the crust as the interior of the pizza so uh the the last couple of slices is like oh yeah, i'm just getting the good stuff from these i'm not i'm not wasting my 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 appetite on on the crusts i gotta get the most out of these toppings and the sauce and the cheese and it's delicious can't can't fool around with the crust right now 
So I, even then, I, there's still some some sauce and cheese and stuff left. But anyway, um, yeah, that's pretty good. I recommend check out Giordano's. I've I've been to Pizzeria Due before, but the loca- the nearest location, I, I don't know if it's it maybe just the one location. Um, it was very very far away. I don't know if I would have been able to order delivery for that far away, and it absolutely wouldn't have been worth it on this trip when I was otherwise <laughs> microphone's all over the place right now. Otherwise, uh wouldn't have been going that way. Um uh, it, it it didn't make sense to go do that. So Jordano's, if you're near Allstate Arena, Jordano's is real nearby. Um and if you're staying at the Hyatt Rosemont, it is like a block away. So have at it. That's my recommendation. All right. <coughs> <clears throat> Excuse me, that's some of the Jordanos clogging up the, the the lungs system there. But um <clears throat> let's talk now about uh what happens on both main events and raw episode one thousand eight hundred so first of all, we had on main event, we had two matches, Sarah Logan versus Natalia. Natalia won that match. Um, then we had Noe Jose versus Eric Young, and uh, Noe Jose won that match. Oh, by the way, um, I so I, I walked to and from the arena on Sunday and Saturday. Um, Friday and Saturday, I walked home from the arena, but I took a lift to the arena on both of those days because I was uh, a little bit tighter on time for those actually well i wasn't really that tight on time for for takeover but um i wanted to get some food first so the more time to eat the better you know but anyway um at, uh my my seat partner not my seat partner my seat neighbor on my left um you got to talking during a survivor series and i was like uh, uh how are you getting back are you are you walking back again tonight like oh yeah I am yes and he said um well hey I'll walk with you and um as long as I get something to eat and I was like oh yeah that sounds good so yeah we were walking back and we we're like okay this next next place I think is open this is a Sunday night it was like at ten o'clock um uh, so like every single place that we stopped by was closed but finally we found i don't even remember the the name of the place but it was it was more of a bar but they had food there and it was pretty close to the hotel we finally ended up um eating there um so my uh my seat neighbor uh, his name is sean and um so we and we also uh sat together at the um at the 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 superstar breakfast thing on on sunday morning but um yeah, it's cool. Uh, cool getting to know him. Uh, talking about uh, our our wrestle fan history and all of that. Um, he's uh, he told me that he'd been he's been watching since like just had had never stopped watching um, from when he he started watching when when he was a kid. Um, and uh, yeah, I told him like I don't even remember when exactly I stopped watching. But I do know when I started watching again. I've talked about this on the show before, but like it's so weird. Like there, there's a lot of stuff that I, I remember kind of. I kind of remember it happening at the time, but now it's hard to tell like which of that stuff now I just remember because I've seen 
like highlights of it and i've had like the history filled in with these uh clip shows and all that so i i don't know i i I just go from wrestlemania 34 is when i start watching again so everything since then i i know fairly well i can remember fairly well but anyway uh so i i decided to walk um on monday to get uh and i got there right in time maybe like two minutes before main events began i got to my seat it was actually after they played the whole thing your your likeness can be used without your consent blah 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 because this is your consent blah 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 because your image and sound can be used for promotional material blah 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 um so i missed that part of it or i heard that from outside and then um i got to my seat right before um main events um began and um it worked out right the time was was pretty much perfect there so so there you go um so on raw this episode raw we start out with a town hall meeting led by seth rollins who tells everybody that they sucked this is like in this is in stark contrast to last year's survivor series when when raw won everything quote unquote um except for the kickoff show match but um yeah i i i tweeted this is this is a hell of a way to go about a heel turn like this is i don't i, I can't think of if i've seen something like this before I don't, i'm not sure if it's if i like it or if i hate it i don't know but it is definitely interesting um everybody he keeps alienating everybody they just leave without saying anything it's like like screw this guy and then uh everybody leaves except for kevin um who has a microphone and seth is like oh, i know what you're gonna say ah, ha. <laughs> that's like stupid seth rollins uh you're, you're gonna say i i don't even remember the words he said but uh kevin about to respond instead kicks seth in the gut and hits him with a stunner and there you have it um uh seth is pissed off later on and just says well let's do this in the ring then it's you and me to settle this and then Kevin later on in the backstage says, all right, well, I'm going to stun you again. You, you suck. You, you're the one who sucks. And all that kind of thing. All, all this is paraphrased heavily, so don't take my word for it. Go watch it. <laughs> or take my word for it that this stuff kind of happens. But, uh, you know, if you want to know exactly what happened, go watch those segments. Another segment that I didn't really care much to, to recreate in words is uh well we had Tyus O'Neill versus Bobby Lashley, but Rusev is in the crowd and he attacks Lashley during the match as so a disqualification. Technically Lashley won. Uh Rusev goes on the attack more or more Bobby uh against Bobby Lashley and and he, he Lana's there and she's all shrieking and all that. Uh Rusev throws him off the stage, bumps him off the stage and then kicks over part of the the, the rigging on top of him, the big steel crossbar structured tower thing and uh he gets yeah rusev gets arrested and taken away by rosemont police and then meanwhile ali on twitter says hey hey i'll see what i can do for you i know some of these guys still work with them so yeah there you go uh kurt Ryder, kurt's zach kurt and <laughs> kurt hawkins Kurt Ryder and Zach Hawkins, um, they face the AOP. They finally made their in-ring return, and they destroy the Major Bros 
very, very, very quickly. Um, I this made me think about if at, at TLC, it would be pretty, pretty rad if they had a triple threat uh, TLC match, AOP versus the oh, the Orange County. <laughs> Uh, the OC versus the Viking Raiders for the championships. That could be super, super killer. Just, just a whole lot of meat flying around. There's a whole lot of meat. No, what is, what are the words to that? Uh, there's a whole lot of meat go flying around. A whole lot of rhythm going down, going around. Some, oh, I don't, that's, we want the funk. We want the beef. Oh, yeah. We want the beef. We want the beef. Okay, I'm going to look up the, the lyrics to that song real quick. Uh, we want the funk lyrics. We want the funk clicker. We want the funk lyrics. We want the smoke. Um, Death roof up. We're gonna tear the roof off the mother sucker. Um, you've got a real type of thing going down. I mean, this works. This this works pretty well. You've got a real type of thing going down, getting down. There's a whole lot of muscle going around. Oh, we want the beef. Give up the beef. Oh, we need the beef. Gotta have that beef. Okay, <laughs> that's enough of that. Um, that that I would I would just be singing that the entire time with the OC versus Viking Raiders versus uh, AOP. Get heavy machinery into that action. As they're gonna have to reinforce the ring twice as much. Um. Anyway, <laughs> uh, can you tell? I I've had a I haven't had a lack. It isn't a lack of sleep. It's a lack of quality sleep that has me a little bit loopy recording this episode um oh by i i did not mention this in the last episode so i had recorded like the first 10 minutes of um the survivor series episode when i heard like a loud thump on the connecting door from the from the next room and like oh oh no and then a loud thump again and i wait I'm going to make any sounds because maybe they're really pissed off that I'm talking and it's like way past midnight. So yeah, I stopped and then recorded the next day instead. So uh, to that hotel room next to me, 724. I'm sorry. (laughs) Uh, I didn't hear anything, but then they were, then, but then they're, they're watching some wrestling. I thought I heard the, the sound of a wrestling program on there so maybe maybe i was maybe maybe i was hallucinating i don't know or maybe they put that on to to mask the sound of the the, of more talking that they thought they might hear i don't know so i could get some sleep any hoozles um i'm not gonna say that again um uh, Akira Tozawa versus Andrade is an, uh, the next match that happened. I thought it was pretty good. Andrade wins via Hammerlock DDT. Why did I go hammer, hammer, <laughs> hammer, lock. I mistyped that completely. Um, Aster backstage uh, says he's coming to collect what he's owed. That the very the mere presence of somebody 
is uh, offensive to him or whatever. It, it, it must mean that they come to pick a fight with me. Uh, Buddy Murphy defeats the returning Matt Hardy. That was super exciting. Um, he had the, the, the Hardy Boys music. So uh, at first I thought Jeff, but th- th- this makes a lot more sense. Um, uh, Buddy Murphy defeats Matt Hardy, and then he picks a fight with Aleister Black, who comes out beats up buddy murphy a little bit a match does not begin uh but alistair stands tall as he's as he's kind of scared buddy murphy off or warned him i don't know warned him off warded uh, what's the word when you've uh it's like when you uh, it's like when you cast a spell to 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 get rid of uh, like a demon or something like that it's like a it's like it's like a it's like you're warding it off or something like that i don't know but anyway up next we had aj styles versus umberto carrillo but as umberto this is for the united states championship but as umberto was making his entrance the oc attacked him uh causing him to be not fit for competition so ricochet comes out and says well 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 well, well, since he did that how about you fight me for the United, United States Championship instead? And then Randy comes out and says, oh, you should fight me instead. And Viper, Viper, Viper. And then Drew McIntyre comes out and says, oh, you, there's, a, there's a tall, handsome man with a great accent who would love to fight you. <laughs> he didn't say I'd lo- who would love to fight you. but uh, <clears throat> oh, Drew McIntyre is so great. Drew McIntyre is... is is so much better like he's he's amazing and he's he 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 doesn't get to do like all the amazing stuff that he can do i mean he's he's not weak he's not shown to be weak or anything like that but man he is if he's he should be wwe champion right now damn it but anyway, um, and then Rey Mysterio comes out, um, also somebody who should be the WWE Championship right at this moment. Um, and uh, I think it's Ricochet who, who says, okay, well, this we can't all have a title match and it is being a punk, so uh, not that punk. But uh, so let's, uh, let's have a four-way and then the winner of that match will, uh, will challenge AJ for the championship. And AJ says, no, 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 that's that's awful. But then Luke Gow's like, I, I think it sounds like a pretty good idea. And Carl Hazard's like, that's right, brother. That's a really good idea. <laughs> I got the, the voices kind of mixed up. Um, he's like, it's pretty compelling. Um, so we get this fatal four-way match. Uh, Ray wins. The match was pretty awesome. And then uh, right away, this this didn't even get delayed till later. They didn't get any time to recover. Ray didn't get any time to recover. AJ didn't have to recover because he didn't have a match yet. But uh, we had Rey Mysterio versus AJ Styles for the United States Championship. And Ray wins after some help from Randy Orton after the OC attacks. Um, cause the, they, they first got ejected. Oh, I was going to, uh, I was going to make a gif like the, 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 the biggest pop from a wrestling maneuver consistently. The biggest pop from a wrestling maneuver is when the referee points towards the exits very, very emphatically. Uh, it always is such a huge reaction and I enjoy it every time. 
But uh, the UFC comes back out after the the referee gets uh, John Cohn gets gets knocked out for a little bit. Uh, but Randy Orton comes out and counteracts that. Uh, I think he hit AJ with the with an RKO even. And Ray then gets the pin as John Cohn wakes up and is the new United States champion. It makes up a little bit for him losing against Brock Lesnar last the, the previous night, but you know it. Well, it's, it's, I, I, I take the wins when they come. I'll enjoy the wins when they, as, as they happen. Um, and then we have Asuka versus Charlotte's uh, pretty cool match. Lots of stuff that I enjoyed. Um, I didn't write down any specifics, so I can't remember exact things. But there are a, there are a couple of times when she when she had the arm lock in, and then Charlotte would tr- re, uh, reverse it into a. Uh, either a power bomb or what was the other thing she did? She did the the second time it happened. I thought she was going to do a power bomb again, but she did something kind of different that uh, took me by surprise. I can't remember exactly what it was, but I, I remember being impressed by it. But anyway, Oscar uh, uses the green mist after uh, Kyrie makes her return. She got she got cha- chased off by Char- Charlotte earlier on the match. But then she comes back, provides a distraction so that uh, so that Oscar can can produce all that green gunk um, out from her her uh, green mist glands, and then uh, spray Charlotte right in the face, making her completely green. And this made me think she could she could she could play a pretty good pretty awesome She Hulk. She looks good all green. Um, but yeah, um, then we had, so Oscar victory versus Charlotte, even though she cheated with the green mist, but I'm totally fine with that because, um, because, because yeah, because Oscar, um, then we had Eric Rowan destroy a local fella. Um, apparently this has been happening the last couple of weeks, but since I've been watching the Hulu version, I have completely missed it. So, um, interesting. Oh, and Eric Rowan has a crate, like a box, a cage, or something that's covered up that he's been bringing to the ring. This is the first time I saw it. I think that there's a bunch of snakes in there. Between three and seven snakes, I think, is is a, is a pretty close um, guess to what could fit into that size of box. If, it, if it's tiny snakes, little snakelets, there could be a thousand of them there, in there. But I think they're adult snakes, so uh, between three and seven, if I had to be more specific, I would say 5.5, no, three and, what did I say? Uh, Between three and seven, I'm, I, I, I've already forget what the context of these numbers, between three and seven snakes, that's what it is um so if it so probably if i had to be exact with it five snakes five of them but anyway uh there are main events of raw uh kevin owens versus seth rollins um kevin technically defeats seth rollins when the aop attacks kevin um and uh all beat down continues and seth doesn't do anything to stop it but he doesn't do anything to help them either so it's it's pretty questionable what aop is doing out there why they even care about this championship and not this championship why they even care 
there's no championship involved. We don't even care about Seth or Kevin or, or, or any of that. And Seth just uh, like berated them for not being part of Survivor Series at all. Um, so I don't know why they would be on his side, but um, I also don't see why they would be on. Well, they're they're obviously not on Kevin's side because they attacked him. But um, hopefully, hopefully it will make some sense uh, as the story unfolds next week. Um, and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll go from there. Then after all of that weirdness, we had a dark main event. Uh, Drew McIntyre came out, cut an amazing promo, talking about how tall and handsome and great accent he has. And then uh, he said to uh, – he was, he was vamping for a while because they were setting up the steel cage um so that he could challenge bray wyatt and bray wyatt's or rather the fiend accepted that challenge and it was um it it wasn't as dominant as you would expect from the fiend um at this point but drew mcdyer is an absolute force to be reckoned with and um uh, yeah this this match was a lot of fun to watch but eventually um bray wyatt hit the or rather the fiend Hit Sister Abigail on Drew and then just went over to the door, started to walk out, but the crowd was like, no, don't do that. And so he goes in, hits another. He hits, uh, yet again, he hits that um, Sister Abigail. And then he goes to just walk out the door again. And, no, don't do that. No, no, no. Uh, so then he goes and he hits, uh, he gets back in the cage and hits, Rick, uh, hits oh my God, hits Drew McIntyre with another uh another of his finisher and uh then just walks away wins the match is still universal champion and yeah it's pretty interesting uh like he he absolutely any one of those times could have used the mandible claw to secure a pin a pinfall victory but um this case take advantage of the rules you don't have to exert yourself um that much more to have um you know whatever's going on there but um has completely lost my train of thought in the middle of saying that sentence i was like for some reason my mind drifted to think about something else and now i don't remember what what, what that that distraction was so anyway um yeah drew versus the fiend that was probably my favorite part of raw i really liked oscar versus charlotte the ending um was great and uh all of the aj uh all the oc and um that four four way and then uh ray versus aj all of that was awesome so um yeah i'd say that this is the this is pretty good pretty solid for not having um the last few weeks have been real. i felt really were um propped up by having nxt there but this this show stayed I, I thought pretty pretty solid um coming from coming from last week with all the nxt people on um so i hope that um bodes well for whatever is to um is to come next so um yeah that's it i think this episode is really really long enough it's over 45 minutes now um so i'm looking forward to nxt this week um i i won't be there in person unfortunately but hopefully the next two weeks i will be out there uh to see the show in person maybe even three i i I did get a ticket for no i didn't get a ticket for that one i got i i got the ticket for december 11th um december 17th 
uh, tickets have not gone back on sale. December 18th, rather. 17th? 18th? 18th, yes. Because the 11th, it's the 4th, 11th, and 18th. So anyway, um, let me know what you thought about this episode of Monday Night Raw and all the other crazy stuff that I've talked about in this episode. Um, what do you think of drugs? Let me know Let me know about that. My tweet me at TIW Podcast. Go to TIWpodcast.com for more reviews. If you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site, please share some links to friends. Subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you like to listen. Stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses. And I'll see you next time here on TIW Podcast. Bye.